0: unlocking the secret to better parenting this is growing pains on the light breakfast and this morning so happy to have with us our resident child psychologist katiana asman katiana what is the emotional cup theory and how does it relate to a children's emotional cup
1: well when we're looking about an emotional cup is kind of like with regards to how much capacity a child has with regards to handling human emotion right so it is something that is extremely subjective of course so we don't kind of assume that everybody has the same tolerance in things but ultimately it is the premise that everybody has this cup with this vessel with which we can fill up via you know positive experiences and having our emotions acknowledged and all these good things but then we also have things that can empty the cup right so things that kind of take away or drain from us right so that's kind of what the concept of the emotional cup is all about and so the, the theory behind the emotional cup is that kids will behave in certain ways depending on the status of their cup, right? So if they're feeling a little bit overwhelmed and stressed and invalidated or lonely, they might behave in certain ways to compensate for that. So in some cases, it might come out as sadness or problematic behavior. I've also read in some cases that we talk about the concept of stealing from other people's cups, right? So it's Mm -hmm. sort of like they do things to kind of top themselves up at the cost of another person. So it is just this basic understanding that there are things that fulfill us and there are things that that take away from us. And it's about ensuring that we have a very comfortable balance between the two.
0: So then can we talk a little bit about what are some of the things that do the filling and what does the emptying?
1: Very simply put, the things that fill up a cup are the positive experiences, right? So for, for kids, it would be things like play, good social relationships, you know, affection coming from their loved ones and their family members, affirmation, being given the opportunity to thrive and succeed and connect with people. So it's about encouraging a child or at least um, putting in as much positive experiences in their life as possible the things that empty a cup very much like with all of us adults the things that sort of drain us so things like stressful situations feeling like they're not getting the connection from people not being able to engage socially with their friends feeling kind of like they're a failure and they're not good enough and not having adults or parents to kind of negate that thinking right so it's kind of just feeling like they're being drained of all that positivity and again i do believe that it is subjective child to child so you will have some children who are a lot more tolerant to some things versus other children. You will see some children not get their cup depleted as quickly as other children. So it is important to kind of use your child as a gauge and be very mindful and um, conscious of their behaviours and their thoughts and what they're saying. But the simple principle is that things that kind of build them up, positive experiences that encourage them will fill up their cup and things that kind of make them feel like they're unwanted, that they're stressed, that they're not
0: lovable, that will deplete their cup. I think for the vast majority of adults, they probably have never heard about this idea of there being, you know, an emotional cup, let alone the fact that it is their job, I guess, mm-hmm. to facilitate, I'm not saying do, but facilitate uh, their child learning about this. But mm-hmm. why is it important for that to happen?
1: Because I think that, you know, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, that a lot of the interactions, the primary interactions that kids have are with us as adults or their parents and their family members. And so the duty does very much fall upon our shoulders, especially in the formative years, to be able to address these types of issues. It is never too early for kids to experience negative emotion, I feel, contrary to popular belief. And so I think that if a parent isn't aware that these things can happen, not being aware that their own actions, for example, can contribute to the emptying of a child's cup or the topping up of a child's cup. That can kind of result in a lot of problems moving forward because what I often see is adults or parents wanting to address it when the child is a teen, right? Thinking that that's kind of when it becomes a problem. It starts from pretty much birth, right? So we talked about attachment theory. We've talked about all these other things that contribute to a child's emotional growth. And that starts from the day they come out of the womb. So I feel that it really isn't too early and it is absolutely our responsibility because even though they will go to school one day and they will have other relationships with other people, the types of connections and relationships they have with us will set the tone for the friendships and stuff that come after. So it is really important for parents to be mindful of this stuff.
0: I have a question about simultaneously filling our own cups as well as our our Mm -hmm. kids' emotional cup because if we go with the analogy of the cup, Mm -hmm. the idea is if if you're filling someone else's with your own Mm -hmm. supply, what happens Mm -hmm. to my supply?
1: Yep, absolutely. So there's this quote that's my favorite quote of all time that I've heard from Trevor Noah. And it says, you can't give what you don't have. And that is a very, very powerful mindset to have when you have a child or even if you're in a caregiving role of whatever kind. We as adults need to also be very thoughtful and respectful of our own emotional cups. I know that as a society, we haven't really been very kind towards this thought process. We weren't really given much opportunity to even acknowledge that we have a cup, right? So I think that it is a new concept for a lot of adults now who are parenting young children that, you know, we have to be... Be respectful of your emotions. And there are all of these things that we're thinking about with kids nowadays, but we all have a cup, right? Um, and your cup might be a little bit more dinged up if you grew up in an environment where that was invalidated from day one. So I think that it's important to, like you said, be respectful of what you feel and how you feel. If you're burnt out, if you're capable of being in this role, when you're a parent, I feel that you know, you're kind of all your kid has. There really is no opportunity to kind of say like, well, I can't do this right now. It's not my responsibility. So for that reason, I feel that it is super important that you make sure that you're in a good place, that you have good habits and good hobbies and good like make good lifestyle choices so that you can ensure that your cup is at least at a decent level because you're always going to have this little person who is going to need from you. And they're not yet at a stage where they can maybe top up your cup in return, especially when they're extremely little right so I think that for that reason we have to be very kind to ourselves and if we feel that our cup is depleting we need to act on it and we need to be able to figure out ways of topping up that cup as quickly as possible and that could be with breaks that could be with just you know I I feel like even just taking a couple of minutes to just get a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and sitting in a corner reading a book which might not be realistic when you have kids running around but just having these micro moments where you can do things that refresh you it doesn't even have to be a solo endeavor. I've heard of a lot of parents who tell me that even just making a mess in the kitchen and baking cupcakes with their kids, seeing how the joy fills their child's faces, they find that tops up their cup for them, right? Mm. It need not even be something that is solo. So figure out what it is that brings you joy and what it is that makes you feel a little bit more reinforced um, and make sure that you have that in your life so that when your kids need you and when your kids need you to top up their cup for them, you're not giving away too much of yourself.
0: What I'm hearing you say, actually, in effect, is it's sort of not about what you do or specifically topping up the cup, but ultimately that sort of love and connection of the, mm-hmm. two, of the two of you doing something maybe quieter together is actually one really good way to sort of fill a cup without even worrying about how to fill the cup. Is that right? Exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, one of the things I've actually had clients ask me this, right, you know, in this profession, it is a very one-sided relationship most of the time, right? So we as mental health professionals, we're there to assist. And so our cup is constantly getting depleted for the purpose of this individual who needs our help and so i actually had a few clients ask me like you know how do you do this without getting fatigued and kind of feeling really really burnt out and i think anyone who enters the helping profession we do feel like our cup gets topped up by knowing that we've helped someone Mm -hmm. so it really need not be about the gifts or the thanks or anything because it is a predominantly thankless profession a lot of people (laughs) say but it's about what it is about what do we feel reinforces us right and that's again very subjective person to person so like i said not not be uh, activities that you do with your child. It need not be you know one sort of template of things. It just needs to be something that makes you feel like you have value and brings a positive element into your life. And that can be anything, right? So if you can find a way to ensure that you have this you know element of positivity that you can bring into your day and bring into your life, and if that tops up your cup, then then great.
0: I suppose on the flip side of that, what happens when our kids' emotional cup goes unacknowledged?
1: You know, like I said earlier, you start to see these behaviors to compensate, right? Because I think that anybody who's either had their emotional cup or simply put their emotions completely invalidated or feeling like they're running dry, they find a way to make up for it somehow, right? So we talked a bit or I mentioned a bit earlier about the concept of stealing from other people's cups. So they will try to do things that suit them at the cost of other people. You will see kids kind of feel like they might need constant validation. You might see kids who invalidate other people. To make up for the fact They don't feel validated So ultimately I have yet to see A positive outcome from kids who have Their emotions invalidated But I think that You know Above all I mean we've talked before About how You know Invalidating one's emotions Opens up the doors For other mental health issues And things like that But I think just Where I see it becoming Super dysfunctional In adults Is the relationship They have with people And the relationship They have with themselves Because emotions are they, They develop such A dysfunctional relationship With emotions They don't know how to recognize it in the people around them, right? They don't know how to respect it in other people. It's seen as a sign of weakness. And so because of that, building proper connections with other people becomes a challenge. And so that's kind of where I think that if we teach our children having emotions is bad or feeling burnt out is a state of mind, mind over matter situation, we're not teaching them or we're not exposing them to very important skills, which are going to impact all the other relationships they have later on in life.
0: Yeah. All right. I have learned so much here, um, not only about myself, about the kiddo as well. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) It is a growing session, and it is painful. Yeah, not too late for me, I think, Mm, as well, actually, come to think of it. He's still quite young. You have time. Yeah. All right, you can listen to all of our growing pain sessions on the Live Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app.